32. I would say a solid. Okay, so I'm gonna say. Tw- I'm gonna say 20 teeth. Okay, I was also gonna say 20, 20 teeth. teeth. Sure. No molars, just I, canines. I was just about to say that. Wow. I was like, it's the front 20 teeth. Welcome to Recommendations Acquired, a podcast where two friends try to find their next obsession, and maybe so will you. I'm Ryan Mion. I'm Glenn Brown. And we are also joined with... I am Michael Anagnostopoulos. Michael Anagnostopoulos, also Some... known as Mike. <laughs> we, uh... Sometimes you like speed through the intro. It feels like you're you're talking so fast. <sighs> we, you can like look just came back oh, in the bathroom. Bit, you know, like take your time. I want to... Like, we're not in you know, a rush here. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, I just think I... The one of the one of the podcasts that we enjoy is my brother, my brother, and me, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. have just the, the best, longest, the best no opening song, worst opening song, longest intro. Like they just get into it, and I just want to get to the, like I want to get past the fat. I want to get like it's like it's the it, candy bar. Just, I don't want to take the time opening so, the candy bar. Sometimes, sometimes it feels like you're an auctioneer, and you're just like, and we're going, and we're going, yeah. Just like what? What? All right. if, what if uh, I'm familiar? gonna take it back. I'll okay. do more of an NPR <laughs> intro. Ready? Okay, perfect. Yes. All right, roll it back. Required a podcast for two friends trying to find their next obsession, and maybe so will you. I'm Ryan Mion, joined with Glenn Brown. And we also have joining us Mike Adagnostopoulos. Mike, thank you for joining us on this uh, stormy day, and uh, we're just gonna we're gonna get into your recommendation. This is boring. See, Who cares? Wasn't that great? Was it wasn't it soothing? We'll put a poll. Really we'll put a poll at the bottom if you want NPR Ryan <laughs> moving really forward. Enjoy it. I usually keep him in a closet, locked away, but I can bring him out for the podcast if that's the. <laughs> That's the uh, desired okay. voice. I, I'm genuinely curious to see what the vote is on that one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little worried. It's like, oh, okay. well, NPR okay. Ryan so, lives. So you have an opener. Okay. So there's openers that we have that are like, oh, something you don't like, mm-hmm. or what would you do in this situation? And I have, I, I have a weird brain that comes up with like really particular would you rather. Yes. And this is not a would you rather, uh, but it's it's similar energy. Your would you rather's are this is, legendary. This is a pretty wild okay, one. Okay, okay. So I'm just going to throw out this situation mm-hmm. and you just give me, you just tell me how you would respond okay. to it. Okay? okay. Is this like a close your eyes dreamscape thing we're doing here? Sure. Or? You, you can close your eyes. Okay. Yeah. You okay. can. So you go to bed and you have the most vivid dream of your entire life. You are in the dream basically sure that you are awake and while you're there you're like watching the president give a speech Mm -hmm. and he like vaporizes with like Mm -hmm. purple and like rainbow energy like nothing you've ever seen before and he gets vaporized and you get all these weird little details it's chaos Mm -hmm. it's crazy Mm -hmm. you then wake up and you're like that was the craziest dream ever yeah you then Later in the day, mm-hmm. president's giving a speech, and the exact thing happens. Yeah, like you predicted the you future. You predicted the future. Okay. Okay? As you're like, let's say like a week goes by, because mm-hmm. you're like, what the heck was that? Yeah. They start coming out with details, and you already know them before they come out. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> he says nothing. I say nothing. <laughs> I, I do, what, do you, what do you mean, what do I do? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. The dream never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you think I'm going to end up some lab rat for the government? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. What? Mike? Mike. I agree with that. Okay. Story. Dude, like I, so the question is like, do you, do you try and tell the government this knowledge that you have and maybe maybe there's even more deals details that they haven't let out yet that you know like let's say the dream is like several hours long 
Have you been observing how our government functions? This is what I'm saying. Do you think I'm going to tell them anything? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> the thing is, the, my response would be no, because they keep people in those institutions and they calibrate them, quote unquote, for like 10 years until yeah, they're like. Yeah, yeah, no way. No, no one, no one is. Please don't come for this. me, government. I, uh, the, no. My wife is the only one learning of these events. Yeah, I asked Doug and Justin and Doug was like, yeah, I tell the government, I'm like, you have too much trust in the government. My you're, man. you're, you're, you're disappearing. You're I'm you're, sorry. We're Doug. <laughs> we're never seeing you I don't again. know, man. He had a dream. <laughs> and I was gone. He told me about this weird, wacky dream and then he disappeared. The <laughs> he disappeared week. forever. <laughs> so, yeah. So we all say no. Yeah. No, the no, other no, one no. That, that popped up in my head at the same time that is on the totally opposite spectrum of, okay. of the question okay. is, here's another scenario. Okay. You walk into a bathroom mm-hmm. and there's only one urinal mm-hmm. and one stall. The urinal's being taken up. Mm-hmm. You have to pee. Mm-hmm. So you go to the stall. Do you close the door or don't close the door? You close the door. In the stall? No, you're taking it. No, no, don't close the door. He says no. I say close the door. Oh, Mike. <laughs> Mike man. has unfiltered confidence. <laughs> Why? Why wouldn't you close the yeah, door? Yeah, what's the, what's the strategic benefit to not Is closing the stall energy? door? You don't have to close the door because then you don't have to touch another surface that you okay, then have okay. to imagine it's a fair, it's imagine, a, <laughs> imagine this okay you're in the bathroom right? yeah you let, let's imagine you walk into the bathroom and it's like the the stall and the urinals are like on the left sure you know, of the room and the sinks are on the right sure you walk past the urinal you see the stall door is open so you walk into the stall yeah right yeah all of a sudden you are standing a foot behind someone taking a piss because you just yep. rounded the stall door yep. corner Without really thinking about it, because the stall door is open, there's obviously no one in there. Do you and dive into you, stall doors? Suddenly, you are on top of someone. <laughs> Glenn are you sprints, not that like Glenn cautious full <laughs> speed into every stall? You, I mean, like With if reckless no, abandon. If it's no, close, you I'm just... not like running in there. But like I'm, if if the stall door is open, my brain sure. says available, and I'm just walking That's, in without okay. really I don't thinking operate about it. like that. No, okay, because yeah. people are too untrustworthy for all because, i know someone could take me so taking you, a dump with the door because there's people in the you world gotta be like careful. you who leave the stairs <laughs> so you walk into every stall going like this anyone home <laughs> don't you poke Hello? it you just kind of tap it if, but if you need to but look. the stall is wide open but baby. if your back is to the door and then it swings open and i just see someone peeing like I'm i like, wouldn't be uncomfortable oh. with that if no. you need to see me peeing, you go ahead right look. I think I it's know. just oh, man, I think I'm it's just I think it streamlines the process of figuring out the open spaces in the bathroom by close by taking your the courtesy close. So I mean yeah, for I, I me think you close the door. You close the door. Close the door, don't close the door. But I mean like as long as there aren't people in the world that are barreling into stalls <laughs> with reckless abandon. As long as, like, as, long as Glenn Brown doesn't stall, have to go to the bathroom. As long as there are people closing the stall door, then there's no one to barrel into them. <laughs> Which is the most courteous uh, opinion? You I'm, vote. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying better, better, better safe than Beta. sorry. You, sure. You close that door. Sure. That's where, that's where I'm at. I respect, right. I respect that. But so, I, please respect mine too. You don't tell the government if you have a prophecy dream about the president dying. Mm-hmm. And you close the door. And the majority <laughs> says close the door when but, you go in. So I'm glad we're split on one and we can all agree on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good discourse. I'm glad one person was wrong in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad at least one. Wait, what was your was answer in the stall? You said close it. Close it. You said close it. Rides okay, I said got it. Because yeah. my my thought process is I don't care. Obviously, I'm fine peeing in, in a urinal, mm-hmm. and I don't mind if someone gazes upon my back as a urinate. But like, <laughs> I hate the feeling of walking into a stall, and I think there's almost because because it can be encapsulated, and it is someone's now domain. You have the advantage. I have. I do. I don't want that advantage. You don't, I don't want wish, the advantage. I don't because the advantage of me going into a stall and someone peeing, um, unless I am actively trying to assassinate that person, <laughs> I don't think that's a advantage okay. I need can in my day to day life. Can we also talk about why stalls don't go all the way to the ground? Are you George Costanza right now? Because oh, that's a George Costanza line. Yeah. It, well, okay. Never mind. We're he wanted that. in Yankee Stadium. He wanted all the stalls to go all the way to the floor. Why wouldn't you? They they have that in uh, Europe. In, in Europe, all the stalls are like fully enclosed, no cracks. They, they we have the technology. Why are we? I think. Why you know what I think it is? Peepers. Okay. Hot take. Yeah. I think it's because it makes us go to the bathroom more efficiently. You are not comfortable 
in the f- you are comfortable in the fully enclosed sure. stall and willing to take your time. Yeah, do if it. If there's a gap, I'm not saying this be, is. Be I'm not trying to make an argument for. I'm just saying America doesn't value episode. your time. Absolutely. They want ah, the most okay. efficient people. Efficient, efficiency. Factory workers. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Okay. Don't don't spend your time in the bathroom scrolling. Like I I see you. I know what you're doing. I see you scrolling. Mm. Come on. Have okay. you seen those slanted toilets? Where like Amazon workplaces will like slightly this install the depressing. toilets on a five degree angle, so you are like not parallel with the floor, and so you are it takes uncomfortable. Effort to sit there. You takes effort to sit there. It's like a or, wall sit. Okay, yep. here's the other side of it. God, America's horrible. When you go to the bathroom, you also get an ab workout. Again, back to the efficiency. Back to the efficiency thing. Okay. Just saying. I think so. That or the corporate uh, machines that we've given our life to are depressing and sad. Okay, let's talk about Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Yes. All right. We'll dive into this. Let's escape from this reality. Um, <laughs> how do we want to... We Okay. So, little caveat to currently how we played Pokemon because I think that's mm-hmm. like worth the conversation. Yeah, we played yeah. woo, a couple we're... months ago. Yeah. Not a couple months. Probably one month exactly one, almost. One month, one month ago. ago okay, we played one month ago. We played literally one game. And we, we drafted. We drafted. Yeah. Played a game. Then we went and played some Magic. And then mm-hmm. today, month from that point, mm-hmm. we played four games, which I feel like I have a we, way better idea. We played a few more drafts, and then we played, is it standard. called Standard? Standard and Draft is what we played. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. And then we played, we played Standard. standard. Um, I have been talking for a second, so I'm going to throw the ball at Glenn to have okay. him kind of give your general opinion we can just kind of yeah. dive into this. Yeah. So when when we when we first did draft um my first impression was it seemed really simple. Like which which is kind of what I expected going in, right? Like it I think it's it's aiming a little younger than magic might be or probably is. Um so it seemed overly simplified. Um but then, um, it, like, which I think is also true for Magic Draft, too, though. Like, when you do Draft and yeah. Magic, it's much simpler than Standard or Commander, I think. It's the entry-level stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, so once we came back and played it today, and we did a little more Draft, which was a good warm-up. But then we played Standard, and I felt like the complexity started, like, flowing. Mm-hmm. And there's, Absolutely. like, clearly put-together systems that these decks are using. And I think the the, like the general tactics and strategy are a little toned down for magic. They're a little more straightforward, but the complexity in the deck is still there. Absolutely. Would you, would you agree with that? I would, I would absolutely agree with that. And the thing is, is with Pokemon decks is the differences from like magic where we're used to like doing commander. Like you don't know what's going to happen in Pokemon. Players are always like, looking two turns ahead like does this person have this card that's like played exclusively in standard and like it's probably like in 30 percent of decks right Mm, so you're always it's almost like predictable it's so much more predictable in my in my opinion and i feel like pioneer would be that way too but it's just with magic there are so many not 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 pioneer but standard standard so I would I would figure that it's it's almost similar in standard, but the majority of what we play is commander. So if if we're comparing it to commander in that way, then right, it's going to be a whole lot uh, different in terms of right predictability and stuff like that. So yeah, you're right. Where in the sense of that, Pokemon purposely packages engines together, and do they? I, I'm not super familiar with standard in the magic the gathering arena but i'm, I'm pretty sure they package cards to work together yeah, in that way too system. yeah they i i feel like they have precons for standard and um which stands for pre-constructed for standard and for commander but i think magic purposely tones them down and okay. like doesn't make them super powerful so that you're encouraged to like mess with it and make it better. Yeah. I don't know if that's the same thing. In, in, in my opinion with Pokemon, it's really just like, hey, this is the prepackaged thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're a kind of brainiac who's like really trying to form your own deck, that's going to take a lot of thought a long while because the cards so clearly work together mm, that it's okay. like, this is the deck to use 
there's really no straying from that if you want to win in standard. Okay. Is the okay. thing. There's not there's not a whole so, lot of incentive to mess with it. Right. The decks that I had prepared for today are mm-hmm. my brain children. Okay. And whenever I go to play at tournaments at the card store, it's like, oh, Mike is playing. I get a free win or something like oh, that. Okay. Because I <laughs> okay. so okay. I, I don't I don't want to say loathe. I don't enjoy playing the cookie cutter decks everybody else does yeah. to win is the true. thing Go i know i get that i get that though. yeah it's like the individualist yeah yeah it, it can like get a little boring to see the same stuff it's, over and over that's the thing too where i think that with like magic the gathering it's you get so much more variety like what with what you were saying sure they yeah. don't really build a specific engine where pokemon yeah. does the the thing I am noticing about the difference between like Pokemon and Magic that popped up on my head, and obviously like all I can do is really is compare those two because those are the two systems that mm-hmm. I know the best. It was like um, Magic is like building up a mech and like having to know how that mech works, mm-hmm. and like there are simple mechs, but it's like mech is like you know like a big robot, mm-hmm. and it's like you're starting to get this thing going. You have to think about how these pieces work together, and Pokemon is like the engines are race car. You have to move really, really fast, and you're both kind of. It felt it felt less that we were fighting each other and more trying to get our engines online and like hit the racetrack first, because mm-hmm. of I think how the card like when you knock down a Pokemon, how you draw the card. Yep, prize the prize card, the prize card, which I think is a really cool like mechanic. And I, I did, like. I did really like that mechanic. I think that's a cool way of doing it. And and once again, it's it's a simplification, right? Like you don't yes. you, you don't now need to children. track the damage that's being taken by you versus your creature or something like that. Yeah. Like it's just Yep. You have so many cards it's here once fast. you draw all those cards. I don't if we just played draft, I wouldn't like Pokemon at all. Yep. I would just be like, nah, one and done. I'm kind of over with this. After we played with the standard deck, I was like, ooh, okay, now there's some fun stuff. Now there's some cool things happening here. I'm enjoying this. The thing that I still didn't really experience with the standard deck that I do in almost every game of Magic is like the feeling of like what they call like Magic, like going into the tank where you have to really think out how do I play this and how am I going to, res- how are they going to respond and like all the reaction stuff. Sure. It feels very much like throw a punch, throw a punch, throw a punch, throw a punch. And whoever is punching the hardest wins as opposed to like magic where I feel like, Ooh, there's a little dodging. There's a little pairing. There's a little, po- like there's more of this dance to the game, which yeah. is like, I like Pokemon because it's not trying to just be magic w- with Pokemon. It's really its own game, but I think I missed that feeling of like, let me go into the tank and think about how people are going to play things. Because in my head, I'm like, okay, I see the Pokemon he has on the board. I know once I take this thing out, he's pro- he's going to either bring those things, and I'm sure there's like more nuance as you kind of go deeper into it. But I just felt like I wasn't getting the, I wasn't able to like dig my teeth into it at the same level it kind yep. of like the it kind of felt like i'm gonna do my thing and you're gonna do your thing and every once in a while we'll be able to respond to each other but not really yeah it definitely is a slugfest in that way where right i mean where you're saying you're going into the tank you can you can choose not to have your active creatures either pokemon or you know uh in magic right you can choose them to to take that damage directly Right. Yeah. And then still kind of have that leeway to do whatever you want. So, um, in a sense, I, I, no, not in a sense. I agree with you where Pokemon is just very, it's a simplistic slugfest. And that's what it is. Well, I don't think I would like, I would argue and say it's not a slugfest because I think it does what it's trying to do, which is just this very fast pace. I'm going to play boom, boom, boom. And you just kind of watch these engines like take off. But again, it doesn't feel like chess or it doesn't feel like you're fighting each other. It feels much more like a race. Yep. Where with magic, even if I'm losing the race, I always feel like I can play a couple turns and I can get back in there. there. There's some chaos to it. There's a little chaos. There's like, there's, there feels more nuance where I think Pokemon has a bit of this, like you could argue the, the prize pool or the prize cards dynamic which is basically every time you knock down a pokemon you draw a card out of this pool that you have and once you draw all the cards then you win the game yep 
like that is isn't any different than magic with health points yeah but i think one it the person winning gets a little bit of a boost right like they're drawing more cards which is like adding to the speed i just had more of this feeling of playing pokemon that's like we're in race cars as opposed to like magic which is like building these things to fight yeah yeah and like dancing around each other sometimes and stuff like that yeah which i feel like i i feel like all three of us can obviously respect the strength of both like they're they're two they're two different play styles for two different types of people yep um yeah if you have 10 minutes you can play Pokemon. Well, game. okay. So if you have, yeah, that's the thing. An hour, yeah. You can maybe get half a commander game in if I, you have four people. I also think. I also think once again, like it. It seems like Pokemon is obviously reaching a a younger audience than Definitely. Magic. So that might be a really good place for a younger person to get into games like this. Is you start with Pokemon. It's a little more straightforward. Yep. It's a little bit more slugfest, and then you. Can yeah. like work into magic or something like that where it gets starts well, to get more complex and something or chaotic. You, something you brought up earlier in the last episode too was like I wonder if nostalgia like you brought how nostalgia is a huge key to Pokemon. Huge. And something is is like with this was there was a couple of Pokemon I saw I was like, Oh, I remember him from the show. Sure. But it didn't ignite the same feeling of like I I had a friend's house that I would go to and they had a huge box of magic. And we would just look at the cards for like hours. Mm-hmm. None of us knew how to play. Okay. And this we is... would like look at the card and look at the art and be like, this is this is really cool. And then when I learned magic, it 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 is not because I'm not playing with the same cards. So it's not a direct nostalgia, but it's that same feeling of like I get to know how to play this. And I didn't feel that with Pokemon. I was like, ooh, I think I think nostalgia has won me over for magic. Mm. So you have nostalgia for magic. Yeah. You have nostalgia for Pokemon? Correct. I have nostalgia for neither because yeah. I didn't touch either oh. of them until like now. Not a blemish on you. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> not through I, card games. I started but... <laughs> playing Magic like six months ago. Yeah, when we started the podcast. When we started the podcast, and I started playing Pokemon like right now. And yeah. like, I've like glanced off Magic like very, very briefly in the past, but never dove into it. And that was like even in like when I was like 16. Like, it wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. even like when I was a kid. So I, I feel like all three of us are coming from very different perspectives Definitely. of of having that nostalgia. Chris, for me, I don't have nostalgia for either. So like I just I I just see them both as games, you know? Like Definitely. I'm technically evaluating them without any of the from a distance you have no yeah. other attachment <laughs> yeah, or yeah, enjoyment yeah, yeah. the cards is, yeah. are just cards for me right i am like i said last time i'm completely utterly brainwashed by pokemon <laughs> i started it at six years old oh, and I, I just it just really hasn't missed a beat since then so yeah. i i can you know i can name all of them it's like oh, i know this card this artist had like drawn it really cool i just want to collect the card it's nice and i just want to like talk with people who know about pokemon so it's like i continued to be in the community in that way um but right coming from a position where you are not brainwashed mm-hmm. right if you had to compare it to magic and you're saying this is obviously a kid's game or this is right an introductory yeah, yeah. course to trading cards yeah so that's that's the opinion that you both hold yeah i i well I think so. no I, I i think it, it can carry into adulthood and still be fun I, I think just I I would assume I would assume there are a lot of people who as they grow into adulthood are, are going to look for something more complex and maybe yeah. move to something else, but probably stick with it like you have in in addition to what they're trying. I think the other thing too was like when I played with the draft decks, it felt very much like my Pokemon just has to hit your Pokemon harder. Yeah. And then when I played the standard decks, I was like, ooh okay, there's like a whole system that I see playing. And I think that that can be what it can feel like for someone starting magic where it's like, okay, if I just have the bigger creature that hits you harder, you win. But then we all know that's not the case at all. Like right. there's so many different there's, creative ways. And I'm sure yeah. that's the case for Pokemon where part of me wants to go like, ooh, I kind of want to figure out what other styles there are, what other win conditions there are. Yeah. And then how like, it, that might be something fun to dive into and get like one deck that I enjoy playing with and just whip that out maybe in between magic games when I get when you all kill me because I'm playing that dragon deck yeah. and like 
and well, go, oh, I'll play Pokemon with whoever just lost as well. I, I feel like we didn't even really dabble in like weaknesses or yeah. Um, what's the other one? Weaknesses resistances. and resistances and stuff like that. Like, does that come up a lot? Um, so it can. Or is Not it kind of rare that totally. those pairings would hit? Yeah, so like if you had, right, so you were playing, Glenn was playing the Aerodactyl V-Star deck that I had made. So what you were effectively doing, you were hitting Ryan's Psychic Pokemon for mm-hmm. so much damage, the resistance didn't matter anyway. He was hitting yeah. a Lunatone, which is 90 health, with a fighting type that was dealing 240 damage. So he was, Ryan in reality was taking resistive damage to the fighting type. Oh, Only okay. 30 damage though. Still gonna get knocked out yeah. first turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. I didn't so when that. when that can come into play though is like if you are fighting right the, the the thing in standard right now at the time of recording it's almost going to uh, be out of rotation. It's it's the Lugia deck. It's a normal colorless deck that can get ramped up turn two and start absolutely just destroying. If you have um, an anti Lugia deck which has seen some play in the meta, right? You you are uh, an electric player. Uh, or uh, lightning uh, energy, right? So, and that will deal double damage to then that Lugia. So, right, okay. if there's a okay. deck in the meta that is like the one to take down, yeah. you're going to be playing the one that it's weak to, is the thing. Yeah. So, the meta in Pokemon is so simplistic in that way. And I think that that also reflects in the deck building, right? Because the meta is so tight that you really don't have room to deck build. And that is something that Magic mm, has so yeah, much of, yeah. which is a good thing, yeah. but also a bad thing. Well, and I would argue, too, I think that Magic has less than we think it does because we're playing in our meta group, which is the three of us. It's true. As yeah. opposed to yeah. going to standard competitions, which you are experiencing more on the Pokemon side. And something that I think I was feeling with Pokemon as I was drawing the cards and being like, okay, that thing just died or got knocked out because Pokemon don't die. We don't kill him. That's right. Just knocked out. He's just sleeping. <laughs> and he's not breathing, but he's just sleeping. But that the, I knew I was like, oh, that card goes down. Well, I got three more in there. And I forgot how much fun it is and how more impactful it is for it with a singleton format, which is you only have one card of each. Where in Commander, if I take that card out, he's done. He's gone. I don't have to... You You got to figure out some other way to, to play, which I think is way more enjoyable for the persons whose card gets destroyed. They have to now start thinking creatively and is more enjoyable for the person destroying that card saying, yeah, I just threw a wrench in your you know in your system and your it feels more impactful on both ends. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think like I would want to dive a little bit more into into pokemon and would be willing to kind of see like i don't know maybe even pull some cards that i'm more nostalgia about and see if that's something that would be worthwhile yeah but i think i just felt a lack of impact yep with the games where like but the thing is if we if glenn and i both had the game locked that lack of impact would only last like 10 minutes because we you're playing the game so fast where yeah, like yeah. it's kind of fine because it's more like ooh you beat me there you drew better you that system really popped off there in, the, in that way as opposed to magic which is like you're sitting down committing if it doesn't pop off that can it's a slog it's yeah, brutal. Yeah. that's a slog that's an actual slog Pokemon that's is brutal. a quick yes or a quick no which is yeah, exactly. nice in both ways yeah exactly to a certain extent right i do want to ask so i feel like I am never going to get to the point with magic where I feel like I know everything that's going on. You know, like there's just so so (laughs) many cards. There's just so many of them that no matter what, someone is going to pull out a deck where I haven't seen a single card in that thing. Yep. And it's just like, it'll just never happen. Do you ever feel like you've bumped up against that with Pokemon where it's like, Oh, I I know all the cards. I know all the Pokemon. Like I'm never like, I I see this. I'm like, yeah, okay. I know his whole deck, you know, that kind of thing. Exactly. Every release is, I think maybe like every four to six months and the number of cards released can fill three, four pages of like useful cards so the meta is so tight that deck building 
is i mean if you're comparing deck building and magic to pokemon yeah not a contest that magic has i mean if you're playing like um edh or pioneer you have mm-hmm. so much to choose from apart yeah. from standard yeah and that's i feel like that's what most people play for magic you don't play for standard you play yeah. for fun you play yeah, for edh yeah. and everything like that um so if you're gonna sit down and try to build something with pokemon you are stuck with like what you got what you got so, which so is not saying, a so you're saying yes you like kind of just know everything Right, you know, so like if, if someone's playing like, oh, he's no, playing no that one's deck. Gonna, no one's going to sit down and be like, oh, I haven't seen that before. Right. It's like, oh, okay, I know what you're doing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, th- the, the thing is like, I don't feel like that's necessarily bad. No, because, no. Not, because I think not, sometimes not, not like if you're, again, it's, it's, we're comparing Magic and Pokemon so much, but it's like at the, at the end of the day, they're such different games oh, yeah. that they really shouldn't be compared. It's just yeah. you've heard us talk about Magic at the beginning of this series. And it's the this only podcast. thing. It's the only card yeah, game our, I've played. Yeah, it's the only thing that we have like jumping off point from. But I think like, I think like being able to really know a deck and then also say, oh, I know that if I take that, I have to deal with that card. There's a little bit mm. more of that play of like, again, we're race carring, but I know that I know where your weak points are. Right. Yeah. So it becomes there becomes also that nuance there that like, but it's funny because I've been I've been actually going to Magic Night at our local game store, and been such a blast. I think I've been four or five times now, and I've played maybe three or four games of Commander each time I go, and every time it's with four people, and I've never played the same deck, like not mm. even not even remotely close not like oh this deck is trying to do like every deck is like just so different what is happening here like and i love to me i love commander because it's so like watch me do this really ridiculous thing or face plant trying yeah Yeah. you know and like but i think there's like a beauty to like pokemon where it's like this thing is toned and ready to go Mm -hmm. ready set go which yeah. I, which I, I recently tried to get a friend to start playing Magic because he loves board games and we play board games all the time and like heavy heavy strategy board games like loves it and I was like dude you would love Magic you got to get into Magic with me mm. and he was like I hate the idea of not knowing what I'm going up against he mm. was like he was like there's too many cards I hate the idea that I don't have all That's the fair. information you know yeah. like he he wants to understand all the strategies that are happening. All the possibilities just read that can them. play just out. Just read all the cards. Read I don't, exactly. I don't go with this. So what I'm saying is maybe he's he's a type of person that would enjoy Pokemon yeah. way more 100%. than Magic because it is so so much tighter and he knows what to expect and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's true. I think the one downfall about Pokemon is that it's you know what's gonna happen next in a deck. And right, if you're losing, it's just like, all right, kill me yeah. already. You know, like I'm yeah. done. Like I know I lose. There, there is yeah. a little bit with like, and same with Magic. Same with Magic, but like I feel like what's fun with Commander is like you're gonna be playing. We're gonna play some tonight, and you're gonna be playing this new deck. If you just start destroying me, and you have like the next three cards to like really bury me, I'm mm-hmm. almost like, ooh, yeah. Let's yeah. see how like let's excited. see how much you destroy me. Where yeah. Pokemon's like, I know the next three turns, I'm not gonna win. Yep. Let's just like, can I just hit the skip button? Can I just scoop up and is, call it? Is people a, do that in tournaments. Yeah, they're just like, I'm resigning? out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're allowed just, to red flag and okay. just say like, like hey, nah, take the game. Yeah, yeah, you got it. So okay, interesting. Um, which is fine, right? Um, and I do that a lot to say like, just let's let's hang out afterwards. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I feel like in Magic you almost never do that because for all you know you're gonna draw. It happens. It happens yeah. a decent amount. In well, in ED, when we're playing EDH, at least it it very rarely are we gonna just call a game because someone could draw like a board wipe, especially if it's not just two people. If you have three or four, yeah. then you have a lot more dynamics going along where Poli- oh, you can politic your way out. Yeah, of it. like you this can, person's yeah. really crushing. Let's all gang up on him. Yep. You yep. know, so like I feel like we've never called a game. But the other thing is, is like you're playing two. The commander's goal is not to win; it's to really like watch these decks come online yeah. and do cool stuff yeah. where Pokemon, like if you and I are playing pioneer, I'm going to scoop. If you're like, have, you know, 10 trample with 30, 30, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just like, it's game. We're done. Yeah. Actually, I think I scooped 
one so time in Commander. A, this is a new term to, to me. Scooped? It's like you scoop, you up, scoop your up your cards. scoop up your cards and call it? Yeah. Got yeah. it. Okay. There's also a card scoop in Pokemon up. called Scoop Up Net. If you have only one basic Pokemon on your field and you use the Scoop Up Net, yeah. you scoop up your last Pokemon on the field and you... you self-immolate you lose so like you can immediately why, lose why would, turn one you, if you'd like to why would you have a card that does that uh it's you're salty and you don't want to <laughs> you're like it's a dr- like it's, he didn't beat me i beat myself right i mean some people deck themselves out because you, they don't want to have other people to, to to have a win right so like if you're playing the aerodactyl deck and that's you have yeah. like so power salty yeah you so can be very gross. salty people do that at the store um no, not gonna name names well i mean you uh, still lose. do it you still lose name them but Call them out on this platform. But it's not like a solid win. It's not a solid win for them. They, it's, it's like I didn't give them the satisfaction of See, that. See, that's the thing. No, I think that's. that's I think that like I'm at the court. You out. Yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> I think that's the other thing. Is like this game is a game to play to win. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, and you and I experienced a little bit of that with like Pioneer. And I've like oh, I have. You know, we start playing. You're like, ooh, he has that card. I'm gonna put this card just to beat him. I don't really put okay. any cards in my commander deck to screw over one of your decks. Correct. Huge. Yeah. Like we're, we're always we're always picking huge. the most fun cards. Yeah, and I think that's something that's hard with specifically you and I because we get really competitive. We in commander. do. Yes. And they're like there was. <laughs> it doesn't matter. There was just like <laughs> there was one night where I was really salty, and then there was another night where it was like I brought a deck, and none of you guys like had too much fun with it. No. Um, <laughs> no. But I just think like the thing though is like. At the same time, I was having fun, and it was cool. I'm sure to some level, like, how is this deck doing the stuff that it's doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, even if I'm getting crushed, I'm having fun watching your deck crush. And I think to me, it's like, I I am at the age where I want to play games that are fun even when I lose. Yes. And yes. to get into a game that's, like, highly competitive, like, you know, magic, too. Standard magic pioneer the modern like all these formats of magic are really really can get really really competitive and it's to specific specifically beat you and i think pokemon comes in that it's the same reason with Yu-Gi-Oh. like everything i know about Yu-Gi-Oh is that like there's turn one wins like it's ton, it's a ton of turn one wins i'm like that's just what? not fun yeah. Yeah. like you ever seen a Yu-Gi-Oh gameplay it's just no it's, no we'll, we'll show you yeah some. we'll show you some it's like so boring i and, did like I, I didn't feel that with pokemon <laughs> like i didn't feel like it was that bad but there's again in that piece of like race to the finish. Yeah. I did see a TikTok live stream of two people playing Yu-Gi-Oh against each other and they were like in separate rooms like live streaming their yeah, yeah, yeah. their fight and they had like the arm the dual discs? <laughs> the dual, dual discs? Yeah. Discs, like on their arm where they're like putting cards Whoa. on this like gauntlet thing and kind I'm of like, a LARP thing. Man, I yeah, wish yeah, exactly. I wish I had the guts to just be live streaming this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or so the unawareness. Good. Yeah. Uh, let's be honest. There were so many people watching it though and no, loving yeah. it. I was like, I, I'm so here for people just like just yep. doing it. I love it. If you were given a Yu-Gi-Oh standard deck though, and like told I, I told you we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh today, mm-hmm. and you I gave you a standard Yu-Gi-Oh deck, those cards are like the terms of service to some social media platform Dude, that you have to read. So, they're so long. You, you think magic oh, cards? Really? Yeah, you oh, think yeah. magic cards are long? We should show you some of the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They are like books. It's insane. Oh. They make magic cards that. look like I don't know, like small texts. Like yeah, you know, like, like Pokemon like, cards. Like, yeah, yeah, like Pokemon. Honestly. Effectively. Yeah, Effectively. <laughs> so well, that's I'm, crazy. I'm going to wrap this part of the of the podcast right, up, yeah. but I want to generally just say, throw this out there. I really did enjoy Pokemon. I did, and too. there is yeah. a part of me that would touch it, like pick it up again and play. There's a piece of me that's like, I just don't know if my ADHD is going to lock onto it, but mm-hmm. it's something in the back burner that I know if for whatever reason, I'm like I need to kind of dive. I want to dive deep dive into, into something. A new thing. I feel like Pokemon could be something fun, but I I'd have to play with you. I'd have to play Definitely. with people who want to keep it casual. I think, yeah, and I think um, I also really enjoyed it. I think it's a well-constructed game. Yeah, it, it is, is fun. really well-constructed. Um, I I think it, it has things that are better than Magic, and Magic has better than it and stuff like that. Um, but I think, I think I said this in the previous episode of, or maybe when we were just chatting, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, I, I'm probably just going to focus on Magic for a while just to like live in that space for a bit, and then... 
like hop into Pokemon later. Like I cool. feel like I can't do both at the same time for some reason because of my ADHD hyperfixation. But I also feel like the tough part is I know so much more people that are into magic. So I feel good it's investing time and money yeah. into it because I know I'm going to get use out of it. I think you're the only person I know who plays Pokemon. So and I'm if like, you had a deck, if you like, if we're playing and you brought two decks, I would play with you in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, definitely. Awesome. That's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I. It's one of those things that's just like I want. I would play. I would play Pokemon. I enjoyed playing it. Is it going to be my next obsession? Probably not. But if someone had two po- like Pokemon decks and wanted to play, I'm I'd there. Play down. Yeah, I'm down. Let's go. So yeah, but yeah, I thought it was a great you. recommendation. Mike, yeah. thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming for t- on the podcast. Really appreciate thank you. it. I'm so humbled that uh, you guys uh, took a recommendation, ran with it, and oh, uh, yeah. I'm glad you had some fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we really gave it the time. Yeah, same. same. Yeah. I'm glad we kept playing. Quick quick question. <laughs> sure. I think this needs to be the new thing that we asked our guests. Okay. What scale should we use to oh, rate this, things? Okay. We, for the for the love of we, God, cannot <laughs> we We keep think. using a different scale like every week. Like, I think we should basically keep using Mike's scale until the next person the guest and, and they the just said a new scale i kind of like that. oh interesting so Mike, yeah what what a scale yeah, yeah. Like, it, can be, it can be as simple as one to ten yeah, it can be as like abstract as you want like the thing that sucks is like if someone gives us one that's really bad we gotta wait, find a wait. guest like quick, quick. <laughs> <laughs> get it rotated out yeah um all right. Uh, it, it can be if, like, if I just thought of something right now for, for whatever just reason. Throw it so uh, you're going to rate things out of however many uh, teeth there are on their human head, which I think is 32. Okay. So, so you're going to rate one out of some, 32 one, something out of 32. Right, so, so one, and you, and you have one to, pick, to thirty-two, teeth. and you have to pick. Oh, like you know, this was like four teeth, but they were molars. But they were molars, you know. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. We need to guess next. Okay, so I would give Pokemon thirty-two. I would say a solid. Okay, so I'm gonna say. Tw- I'm gonna say twenty teeth. Okay, I was also gonna say twenty, 20 teeth. teeth. Sure. No molars, just canines. I was just about to say that. Wow. I was like, it's the front 20 teeth, you know? You're, it's just, you're biting into it real quick. This is the quick, dumbest thing not, I've ever heard. You're not chewing on it very much. Oh my gosh, you picked the same teeth rating as me. God, I hate us. <laughs> you mean you hate I me think, okay, for picking. Yeah. So I'm going to set this rule right now. Okay. Every guest creates our new rating scale. Okay. At the end of the year, we rate the rating scales. <laughs> okay. I'm not even a dentist, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I don't know why I picked yeah, that. You had I think it's because of the film. skull on my shirt. I was yeah, like, I'm wearing a skull shirt. Yeah, that's what you MCR. I was going to say like it could be like actors or, you know, like the worst actor you can think of. The that is a good scale. Think of, and then we have to do actors or something like you that. You should have been the guest. I like teeth. Okay. Teeth, <laughs> teeth are good is too. great. Good. Yeah. Teeth I good. knew you were going to pull some like some abstract idea and I love it. I love it. But I mean, you pulled a great metaphor out of your back pocket because of it. Yeah. Because well, you're, you're biting into it, it. Before I could even say. Well, you both agreed. I mean, that's kind of wild. <laughs> some great minds think maybe, life, it's, maybe it's the best scale ever. All right, Mike, thank you for yeah, coming. Thank Thanks you for the Gentlemen, thank you. Um, we definitely will need you to come back. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. We definitely have some ideas. So, yeah. Get thinking. It, yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for coming, gentlemen. See you guys on the flip. See you. And we're back. Two weeks later. Um. Yeah. So if you're wondering why it is currently day time outside and we're wearing different clothes, it's because we had actually recorded the first half of the episode. What was it two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. So oh, thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're back. But we're and back and. You are going to recommend me something. I am going to recommend you something. Um, but this this kind of this isn't like a like a like a big thing that I'm going to throw at you or anything. It's a pretty simple, straightforward suggestion. Okay. Okay. Um, are you familiar with Notion? Please tell me you haven't used Notion before. Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I was. I have, if you look at my, uh, like search history, yeah, it's like notion is yeah. notion worth it on Reddit, looking up at notion. And I was this close to doing it. Yes. I was this close, but I, I didn't do you. it. You I beat, beat you to you it. You beat me to it. Yes. Okay. I'm recommending notion. <laughs> okay. 
I think yes. I severely need this thing. It's amazing. I love it. Is it? It's just okay. Mm-hmm. For for people who don't know yeah, what Notion yeah. is, also Notion. If you want to, hey, if you want to kick some money, kick some money. Hey, I'm sure there's four other people. That would use it. <laughs> yes, yeah, we'll get you four more users. We'll How's that? Four more users. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're just kind of walking into Notion, um, we've dabbled with something called Clip ClickUp. Click up. Um, I know a lot of people have used like Trello, mm-hmm. um, Sana. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of um, a lot of these things are kind of like task management things, yep. right? Whether it's it's personal, like you're, you're just trying to keep the things you're doing in your head or business related, either one. Um, but uh, I, I noticed you did mention, is, is Notion worth it? Um, what did you mean by that? It, there's a monthly payment. Uh, it is free. So, uh, Notion employs the freemium model, which means they have a free model and they have a premium model. Continue. Sure. Uh, which, uh, I think a lot of, a lot of things, ClickUp uses that, Trello uses that, a lot of, a lot of things use it. I like it because it does the whole, like, use it as limited as you can Mm -hmm. until you need to go past it. Mm -hmm. I get really, it gets really problematic for me when it's like, you you t- your note is too long you got to pay yeah. five bucks a month now to like they have two more sentences yeah and that, it's like it just, they just keep tagging so on them. this this is this has been my problem in the past of i'm going to use click click up as an example Go for it. the most recent thing i've used is you showed me click up yep. and i really enjoyed using it and I, I i'm like still down to be using that for yep. like we use it for the podcast to keep things straight i think it works perfectly for what we're doing yeah um, but like, I really love Gantt charts for, for people who don't know what a Gantt chart is. It's kind of like a spreadsheet style yeah. calendar is, is like yeah. the combo there. Well, it's based off of priority and dependencies. Yes. So it's like, you can't, we can't edit this podcast until we record, record it, it. Yeah. which that's the reason I went to click up. Yes. It's because they're, and I, I loved that in click up until we hit a paywall yes. of, oh yeah. The 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 worst thing was it wasn't that oh you can't use Gantt chart unless you pay for premium okay I understand that you have to have yeah. features behind a paywall in order to make money but the the thing ClickUp did that kind of annoyed me was you can use the Gantt chart for a hundred views yeah and then exactly. it rips it from that's you. what I'm saying that's I like I hated where it I've really been liking ClickUp and it's something that I've even paid certain monthly things and mm-hmm. like. There's this uh, thing called Scrum where you have sprint points. I mean, we could have a whole yeah, episode a whole on pro- yeah, like yeah. productivity systems. And like for me, I'm always trying to find something that works for my brain. And like, but it was like you can only have a hundred sprint points. I'm like, well, that's stupid because yeah, wh- it's, like, it's annoying. Um, but now that I've compared it to ClickUp, okay. I need you to wipe your mind because Notion okay. is very different. Because okay, maybe. Uh, my perspective of Notion is mm-hmm. that it uses AI to create schedules. You can. You can use AI. Okay. So so I, uh, w- from what I've experienced, I'm a new user of Notion. Um, so I haven't like. This is a new fixation. Plumb the depths of everything okay. it has to okay. offer. But at face value of what I've dove into so far, I'm in love with it. It's so good. Okay. So what Notion does kind of differently is it's much more freeing. Hmm. It's we we you don't even need to have the structure that we have in place. Like like um ClickUp will have like you have these workspaces and inside those workspaces you have projects, inside yeah, those yeah. you have sprints and inside those you have tasks. You have this framework that's already yeah the, that's there for you and there's a name for it. Your your projects and tasks need to fit inside yeah. this framework, right? Hierarchy Sure. Sorry. Um, but Notion is like, hey, you create the framework. Mm. It's like you you can have you can have like a hundred layers deep if you want mm. of pages. You know, like yeah. right now in my Notion, I have home, personal, work, uh, three printing. Like I have all these yeah, sections yeah, yeah. of my life. And then inside those, I have, like, for personal, I have my anime list, my mm-hmm. reading list, my um, 
daily tasks and okay. habits. And then like inside the anime list, like I can dive into the yeah. anime list and I have all the animes that I've watched ranked and I can click on those and it'll pull me to a separate page for that anime. Like you can go as deep as you want okay. to or okay. as shallow as you'd like yeah, if yeah, you don't yeah. want it to be that deep. But it's also very aesthetically driven. I like that. So there's like a big cover photo that you can resize yeah. to whatever you want. Yeah. You can plug in these widgets that like make it look completely different. Mm. Like if you like if you want to create, it's like it's almost like creating your own personal homepage for whatever kind of frame of mind you're in. If that Got makes it. sense. Okay. So like if I was going to sit at my computer and I'm going to focus on my 3D printing business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can pull up the page for my 3D printing and I can have like my task board and like current orders or like other stuff okay. that's going on. But I can also have like a home page for all those things where it's going to pull mm. up like here's the tasks that are due today that you need to do. Here's like what time it is. You can they have like nice widgets you can plug in where it's like okay here's a 30 minute timer i need i just need to plug in for 30 Thermit. minutes yeah, yeah, and i'm yeah. not stopping until this timer's up you just hit that timer so and it, start going it seems because click up to me click up asana trello monday is another one mm-hmm. they all feel um very team oriented yeah what you're explaining sounds more individualistic mm-hmm. is for that sure. the case so from what i've experienced it seems much more oriented toward a solo person okay i would say it i i haven't really tapped into a lot of like group sharing things but mm-hmm. i know that they're there okay. like i get emails updating me on like new notion features like every week they're like plugging in new yeah. stuff and giving you new abilities to do in the free version um so i haven't like worked with someone in notion but Got i know it. it's capable like i've sent my anime list to people and they can like pull it up in notion and view my okay view my pages that i've created and stuff like that i want to take, take a break power. for a second you sure. why do you have a list of animes why wouldn't i have a list of animes do you have a list of like movies and tv shows and books too yeah like yeah i have like lists for all these I things that like i have rankings much, and, too much work, man. and like what i've finished what's in progress and like whenever someone gives me a recommendation i can just pull it up in there write it down and i'm good to go so you'll never run out of recommendations because you have no. a list dude that list is like 50 anime long i i've only watched like 10 of them <laughs> oh okay so you haven't watched all of these no these no, are no, just no, like, no these are just a i gotta list get to them God, someone okay. has recommended them it to me for some reason at some so point Glenn's and, the person that you're like oh you should do this thing he you will actually write down as opposed to oh yes. yeah thanks okay oh and no then you i totally write forget. it down yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good i need to do that because i actually want to watch the things and um, then i'm like Another another great thing about Notion, though, is um, because it's so aesthetically driven, they've made it work really well on desktop, on your phone, and on a tablet. That's the thing about ClickUp. The phone app is trash. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. useless. Usually one of those apps will kind of focus in on one. Where like yeah. ClickUp, it kind of makes sense to be on desktop yeah, a majority yeah, of the time. Exactly. You know, That's kind of the worst you space you're going to yeah, be in. You get a bird's eye view on the app. But like... Um, Notion is like really good, I'd say, across all three. So if okay. you're sitting at your desk and you can pull up a desktop application, like you don't have to go on the web yeah. and pull it up. Um, you pull up the desktop application and like you're you're in it. Or like I've seen a lot of people like taking an iPad and like mounting it like in their bedroom. Just for and Notion. Like, and just for Notion and like having um, – I, I started – a lot of people started doing this of like a daily habit tracker mm-hmm. where they call – they kind of like – uh, I think it's a lot of people with like ADHD and stuff like that say that it helps to turn their life into a game, almost like you're trying to get experience <laughs> points. So they'll have like, okay, hold on. Wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to, we need to, we need to pause this for a second. Okay. Go. So I, I've, I, I found out what last year that I have ADHD, mm-hmm. which surprised no one mm-hmm. except for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's a lot of aspects of ADHD that I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize that was part of it and sure so it's been a deep dive into figuring out systems and medication and habits and all these things right um so one of the things was like i am super super forgetful like you know it, it just of little things of big things it doesn't matter mm-hmm. and so trying to find a to-do list or like a system that works for me is really big but a problem about it is that it usually has to be novel which like the idea of almost like the fact that it's a new thing 
gets me excited to stay on track. And so it's like ClickUp has worked, but it's kind of in this ebb and flow. And like for me, ClickUp was like it worked, but like it was just sluggish. Mm-hmm. It's slow. Yeah. And so I was kind of looking into Notion and then I was on Reddit and this guy was like, you should check out this. And it's a it's a RPG to-do list. Okay. And it literally gives you experience points mm-hmm. and you get equipment and I hate it. It's so bad. <laughs> you hate I it? I hate it. Why do you hate like, it? I think it just... Because, well... The, I don't know. There's just this, like, I want more from it. Like, it's very, like, if I showed you to it, like, showed you it, it's like, yeah, it's literally just hit the check mark and then your guy gets more XP. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, no, like, you, I have to do, be able to do something with this. It can't just be, oh, okay, okay. You know, okay. like, I want there yeah, to be yeah. more. And then it's also like the system itself is bad at doing to do lists. Oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, I, it, which which if you are an app developer, yeah. I think that'd be a really fun like <laughs> thing to actually do one. well. Okay, I did see that uh, they just came out with a game that's like uh, like an FMV game where you're like talking to someone. FMV. It's, uh, I don't even know what that stands for, but I just know the genre of video game is okay. it's more like storytelling based, and you're okay. like reading script that you're like oh, having yeah, conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. not like action or anything. Like Usually, it's like two D game, like I think. I think Walking Dead might be kind of an FMV game. It's more narrative-driven. Oh, narrative okay. okay. There's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. actual gameplay to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's more like an interactive movie-ish. Yeah. Um, I saw someone uh, that apparently on Steam you can get a game that is like a, uh, like this mm-hmm. game. Um, but uh, it's asking you questions about your life and your finances and by the end of the game it has your taxes prepared for you <laughs> that's so smart i forgot about the name of this game and i'm sorry maybe that's we can so put it in the stupid. show notes or something but i was like that's, that's so... the smartest and stupidest oh, thing i've ever heard oh my gosh that's like that's kind of like the game there was this app that i downloaded where it was a zombie apocalypse game but it was a running app Okay. And like you had so to, you had to run, run yeah. in order to collect supplies, <laughs> yep. which I think is great. But like, I don't know. It's like, they're also never well, well made. No, I have no idea. How but that's hilarious. Functions, that's amazing. But I just heard about it. I thought it was funny. Um, but I was just saying habits and kind of, yeah, so, you know, like, so like, uh, I have this habit quests. tracker and a, a lot of people have been adopting it because like, I kind of like it. Um, I, I, I still kind of fall off of it and forget to check it, but uh, I think that's cause it's not always right in front of me. I yeah. almost kind of want the iP- I an iPad just yeah. to like get this set up. But basically like you're checking off, you set up what you want your yeah, daily yeah, yeah. habits to be and you're checking them off like at the end of every day when you're going to bed or something. But you can like set up any sort of visual for that that you want. Mm. Like you can set up a bar graph of like here's how many habits I did this day, and yeah. you can like visually see your growth. You know, yeah. Like you'll see this graph like start to tick up as you're ticking off all of these things, and you can like add more habits that you want to employ and stuff like that. So mm. like, gives some tangible like visual response to like keeping up with yeah. those habits, which I feel like really works for me. Hundred percent. Um. So yeah, and um, but but the the really cool thing is is since it's free, there's a lot of people, or at least the model I'm using. I'm not sure what the upgraded model gets you. So okay. far, I've never run into something where it's like, oh, you don't have this because okay. you don't pay for it. I nothing has ever popped up and said, oh, you need to pay for this. Yeah. Um, but um, the really cool thing is a lot of people are just creating plugins for notion Mm. tons and tons of plugins or like formats or like whatever you want like i know there's like whole etsy stores where it's just notion templates and you can like pay three dollars and you get a notion template but in notion you can almost like code the website in notion yeah so like if uh I, I, I've seen a really cool thing where people make travel pages where it's like, I'm planning this vacation. Here's all my reservations. Here's all the destinations I want to go. You can embed Google Maps into the Notions page. So it like pulls up a Google map of where all your destinations are and stuff like that. You, like oh, you can gosh. code in or even like um, you can like code in like website buttons almost where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, when I press this button on my iPad, it'll do certain things in Notion. There's and like stuff automation. Like that. That yeah, you, you can like embed your own automation in it. Oh, like it's boy. just the freedom is is crazy. Yeah. The I'd say the only downside to that is it might seem very overwhelming to people. 
Well, for me, I think I'm more worried of how deep I'm going to go yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd say there, there are types of people who like just want this framework built for them, and they just want to start using yeah. it right away. And I think that's definitely a click-up route versus there are people who want that freedom to do anything they want, and they don't care if they dump hours and hours like creating this space yeah. for themselves because it might be worth it for them. Then like Notion is kind of the way to go. I okay. Think. I'm I think I'm hopeful but hesitant because I'm like I'm not liking it. like I'm not enjoying ClickUp as it's it's feeling limited to me. Okay. So like everything you're explaining, I'm like yeah. ooh Notion. This sounds like, but then I'm like, okay, it's another productivity it program. Another it might thing. be the one. Which right I like think- I'm open to that idea. Yeah. And I'm hopeful that. It will work for me even for the small amount of time that I can stay on a single habit mm-hmm. for more, you know, like a couple months or whatever. But when, when I was thinking of suggesting it, the first thing that popped into my mind was how we literally had a conversation in the anti-time management episode about skipping from one time management thing yeah, to yeah, the yeah. next, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is definitely just the next time management thing. But I think it has enough to it that I, I thought it warranted the the recommendation. Yeah. And I and I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. And I think Justin uses it my brother. So that might like I'd be interested and he does coding. I I would be okay. interested to kind of hear what he thinks about it too. I'm I'm really curious to actually get into more of like the teamwork compatibility because I, I haven't it, tried that's, it. That's the big thing for me is I love, you know, I like ClickUp and I do like Trello, but like I think I need a system. And this is where I'm like interested in Notion because I think I need a system that works really well by myself mm-hmm. that can then easily be given to other people. Yeah. Because yeah. ClickUp is like purely like I can feel it go like, mm, like I need this to be a larger team or I need this to be more individual and it feels like it doesn't mm-hmm. do both well, but it yeah. sounds like to what you're explaining notion is so customizable that mm-hmm. it's actually like I can have it be whatever I want it to be. So if that's yeah. the case, that would be amazing. Yeah. Once, once you do get it like set up and stuff, I'd, I'd be curious to see if we can like share pages and kind of yeah. test the waters on that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know if like we got kind of a good setup going and click up. I don't know if we'll eventually move to notion at all with, with yeah. the podcast and stuff. We'll see whether you like it enough or not. Um, but it does seem right. I like, I'm, I'm already thinking of like the things we can do with it. We're like, okay, we have a page for each episode and like mm-hmm. in that we can just like embed links to all the things we talked about. Like yeah, we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. this book. Here's the link right to that book yeah. on Goodreads and what it's about and the rating. Could you do and like, with Notion where it's almost like a page people could follow? Mm. Can you turn it into almost a social media or like, like its page? own website? I don't know. Because I, I do. I think I shared. <laughs> this I sh- episode comes out only on Notion <laughs> for some reason. We find out way to. I sh- so I shared my anime list with my sister. I like sent her my Notion mm-hmm. page because she downloaded Notion and started using it. And I'm assuming it. you could you could say like, hey, you can only read, you can't yes. edit. It so I wonder the, if it's. It gave me that option. So I mean, I would I would imagine you, post you on, like, could Discord or something. Yeah, you could like know. post a Notion page because it is also just a website that you can just go to yeah Yeah, is it browser based or you can use it in the browser or you can download the desktop app yeah and like have an application for it which i I always very much enjoy yeah Yeah. i have it like auto launch on startup now because i i love it okay um i'm I'm excited right i really am i it's i think i won't i'm i'll either come in saying here's what here's why i couldn't buy into it next episode or Here's why I'm completely obsessed and why I haven't done any other work other than create a bunch It'll of notes. It'll be super like, hot or cold. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I don't think I'll hate it because I, I was even looking at doing it. And you haven't done any of the AI stuff because that was something no. I was interested because my schedule is so crazy. And mm-hmm. so like I did. So like I said, they send me emails all the time about like updates they're doing. And I know they just sent me an email about like AI incorporation and yep. how like. I think one of it was like AI assistant, assistant where it it literally looks at all your yep. tasks, how and long all it takes, your calendar and things, schedules and like you. schedules your entire week for you. Which and like stuff, which for is wild. you for you it might not be as helpful. I mean, to a certain level, like on a weekend it might be helpful, but you have like yeah. a full time job. Yeah. For me, that sounds amazing because it's like I have to do accounting and I have to do mm-hmm. editing and coloring and I have to reach out for sales. So I have all these random tasks and then to think about 
how do I fit all of that in? And I, be, I, I'm not sure about this, but I, I, I was trying to scrub through the video pretty quickly on what they had in there. But I think you could also like set like types of tasks and categories, like accounting versus video editing, mm-hmm. and you can have like, okay, this is like kind of. Uh, like a more mundane task and here's a creative task i you can tell the ai hey i want all my mundane tasks to be right right away in the morning because i'm not that creative like when i'm waking up but then as soon as noon hits then load me with the creative task because i'm like up for that now you know and you can like tell it to like do that Mm. too which is interesting okay um i'm excited but yeah I'm excited. I've been having fun with it. Okay. I, I, okay. I want to. I want to see what you think of it too. Uh, I'll wrap. I'll wrap us up. All right. Um, yeah. So, kind of, kind of plugs, but for our own podcast. Um, so yeah, uh, YouTube. Uh, we're up there. Yes, sir. Um, I think YouTube just did some changes with how podcasts are structured on there. Um, so. By, by that point i mean it'll be like two months yeah that's true that's true but i don't know hopefully maybe people let us know how yep. that how that works um but yeah i i tried restructuring it a bit um but youtube's up there we're on tiktok um the um the email is recommendations required at gmail.com mm-hmm. send us suggestions there one thing that i'm gonna throw out that i don't think you maybe we've talked about this i'm not sure i think it'd be cool to do something like Obviously, if you guys like the show, we really would love if you would share it with people. Like, that's just the best mm-hmm. way to grow up, period. Yeah. Like, yeah. social media is important, but at the end of the day, like, word of mouth is the way to go. Mm. But I'm thinking it would be interesting to do some sort of promotion for recommendations required. Mm. Um, I have a couple ideas. Oh, really? But we'll have okay. to, we'll get into the thing. You, you want to save that. them? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just be on the lookout for that. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah, we'll check yeah. that. So yeah, YouTube, TikTok. Yeah, YouTube, TikTok. I mean, we're also Discord, Instagram. Email. Yeah, all. You know, you know where to find us. All, find all us. the stuff. All right. Um, this is uh, Ryan signing off. This is Glenn signing off, and we'll uh, see you in two weeks. Yeah. Take care.